Hey everybody, uh, welcome to this week's Twists, Turns, and One-Liners. Uh, we're coming in with our final pick of this 10-episode run, uh, Chronicle. Uh, this one was my pick. It's a found footage movie about some teenagers that get superpowers, basically. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, just off the bat, I put this on, I don't remember... If I had mentioned last episode, but I guess so this is kind of standalone either way. Uh, I put this one on. I think when I was, this came out when I was like, uh, I would have been a junior in high school, I think. So I think. What year were you born? Uh, 94. So you would have been like eight. 17. I wouldn't. 17. Have, yeah, you're right. You're I right. I wouldn't have turned yet. yet. But uh, anyway. uh. Yeah. Your prime teen years, did you feel like you related to this age? Well, I mean, yeah, you would have related mm-hmm. to this age group. It would have been right, like your targeted right audience. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, um, I think part of it is like, I always, I've always liked found footage movies. Honestly, I've never gravitated towards them, but they're pretty cool. Yeah. And I kind of love like the way that then they choose to like, like the way the director or whoever the mm-hmm. editors like choose to organize the footage. Mm-hmm. Cause you like in this one, they did a pretty good job where you still like it, you got the full story and it never felt like the camera being on was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, it was, I th- I think the coolest, like the coolest thing about this one, like, or with the, that style used in this movie was like how they used they used it to kind of um, develop characters in a way. So, like when when it first when the movie first starts, um, you're uh, looking through Andrew's like shitty camera that he like. I don't remember if he found it in like the basement or if he got it at like a thrift store or mm-hmm. something. And then once the thing happens that gives them the gives them their powers, it's a HD picture then because. Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan's character, Steve. Because Steve buys him a camera or gives him a camera to use. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, because so at the at the at the beginning it looks cruddy, but it's yeah. intentional. It's supposed to be like an old camera. Yeah. And then after the after when he says he says my camera's acting when they're down in the cave, he's like my camera's acting. Oh, I that's right. That's he goes, don't right. Don't worry, I'll get you a new one. Yeah, that's and right. And then they get out, he gets him a new one, and that's HD for the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But like, so like they, I think it, it kind of like it introduces, like it helps introduce Andrew's character. You know, like he's, his family is like, poor. Kind of, is poor kind of obviously all the other character stuff that happens with that, but just like, and then it shows that Steve, he's obviously the rich kid at school that can just, you know, throw money out wherever, mm-hmm. yada, yada. But anyway, but yeah, so found footage, I think there's plenty of stinkers for sure. But like this one, I always, I've always liked this one. Um, uh, you were mentioning it earlier when we were talking, Blair Witch Project is a classic. There's another one that I've seen. I want to say it's called like Amber Alert. Hmm. I don't know. Let me Google it. But I feel like it was on Netflix like when I was younger, and um, obviously it's about mm-hmm. like people find like they got an Amber Alert. Um, on their phones and then they see the car is like by them and um okay yeah when a group of friends decides to follow a car they've seen posted on amber alert things start to go very wrong 
Yeah, it's. It, I think I, if I recall correctly, it was like a found footage thing because I remember like later they're they're like in the they're in the house where like they follow him to a house and he has like the girl who was kidnapped like literally in like a dog cage mm-hmm. and then they like take her out and like all of a sudden you see like like she has like a what is it called like a GoPro yeah GoPro's like a GoPro one. type camera just a small one. It might have been a bigger camera, but, like, that type of angle where, like, you know, it's, like, out in front of you. Oh, okay. Um, and you can just see her face being, like, like, she's calling to her friend. Oh, like, it's back on her. Like, yes. Like, got it, got it, yep. Um, so I don't know how she would have been holding it. I mean, maybe it was just, like, in her hand, but mm-hmm. whatever. And then you see, like, out of the, all I remember is, like, seeing out of, like, the corner of the camera, you see, like, the guy who was the kidnapper, like, he has a gun. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's kind of how the movie ends mm-hmm. is, like. The two people who tried to rescue her die, but the girl lives. <laughs> um, I think that's uh, kind of uh, that brings up a, a a point too with uh, uh, talking about carrying the camera, like and the found footage movies are generally more shaky and not as smooth. Whereas right. this one, they can get away they can yeah. get away without doing it because he's using superpowers yeah. half the time to control the camera. That was cool though. <laughs> right, like that was a way to it get it, around it, and it makes it easier to watch. Like. Well, I know some people don't like shakiness, which it, it definitely was annoying in the scene where they got the superpowers because um, obviously they were like mm-hmm. flustered in that scene. So there was a lot of like, mm-hmm. um, but I don't really like most action movies have a shaky camera. Yeah. So I'm kind of used to it. It's not it's not necessarily that it bugs it bugs me like it's not like it makes me like it gives me motion sickness or anything. It bugs me because it's overused. Mm. Okay. You know, I guess is more the thing. It's just like it's everywhere. It doesn't like anymore I feel like the more success not more successful, the more the m- movies that are more appealing to me are the ones where they show more, they show more on screen, fewer, you know, they, they show as much as possible on screen. So no cuts, no cutting back, like cutting back and forth between people fighting or looking at each other. Like the more cuts that are between shots in a fight, the more stupid it is to me. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way, but I mean, it's just, it's much more fun when you're seeing everything. No. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it it definitely is annoying, but like, I don't think they're going to change it. I actually don't know why they do that. Like, is it supposed to, like, it's because they can't capture it, like? Are you talking shaky cams? Yeah. I think. Or is that, like, a choice? I think it's supposed, part of it is supposed to kind of, like, convey the hectic nature of everything, depending on the usage, I guess. But sometimes, I mean, in a found footage thing, it's just supposed to be, you know, somebody running around with a camera, but... Well, but because it... I think, I could be wrong about this, I think uh, the Bourne movies, you know, uh born identity of matt damon oh He's a super yeah, spy. yeah 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 like i think that movie when that came out was like the first movie to use shaky cam basically through the whole thing and then after that everyone started doing it because it was such <laughs> a huge thing yeah yeah i don't know i just don't i don't think that's really necessary but i kind of just expect it with action movies now mm-hmm. um i think it's i think it it's a crutch i think it's a crutch that they lean on when they don't like, oh, like it, if the choreo- fight choreography isn't that great, we'll just throw in some shaky cam to make it look better. <laughs> to cover it up, like, yeah. Like, I think, I, I would imagine, like, 
I, I'm thinking like any of the Taken movies without shaky cam would probably look oh, so stupid. Oh yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> like I think like isn't the scene when she's getting kidnapped and she's like kind of fighting the kidnapper like it's very shaky. I feel like mm. I remember um, because I'm sure like well, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. But it would just be interesting to ask a director like why do you use a shaky camera and are you just lazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like for sure, there's going to be instances where it can be used well, but like it. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Have you ever, like, in movies like this where the person's filming, or it could be, like, a show that, like, like an iCarly, right? Where Mm -hmm. they're, like, someone's supposed to be holding the camera. Yeah. That, obviously, in this movie, for some of it, like, we don't see, I don't know how often we see um, Andrew, like, holding the camera in his hand facing him like normally he would put it down and just be sitting there mm-hmm. um but like in in shows where they're holding the camera and it's faced at them have you ever seen like the behind the scenes pictures of that where mm-hmm. they're just it's like a huge big tv quality camera that's yeah, like yeah. two feet long or whatever right. i don't know how actually long they are probably only one foot and they're like just putting their hand next to it because yeah. you can't actually film on like an iPhone. It would be right. too shaky. But it just is so funny because now when I rewatch shows where they're like recording themselves on like a mm-hmm. video camera, it looks so stupid because I'm like, yeah, there's no way if their hand was like that, that they would be able to hold the camera. You can basically see their wrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. so that's just something I noticed. But, but yeah, like the, um, what was it oh we were just i was we were just talking about other found footage movies um i kind of like explain why i picked it i suppose but yeah like like i was saying like there's certain wait had you seen this already yep oh yep i had already seen this yep um and actually i realized like there's a song that i would listen to that i have on one of my playlists that like i just remember listening to through college and I, I, it was one of those things. Like, I wonder where I, I got this from. Mm-hmm. And it was from this this movie. And it was <gasps> oh, cool. Part, and I'm like, oh, okay. Now I remember. Now I, I see where I got and it. What from, was the song? Uh, it's called "Stupid Faced." It's on when they're at the party later in the movie. It's, That's an unfortunate title. Yeah. Stupid what? Stupid Faced. It's it's stupid faced, but with an extra D, I think. But that's how they say it in the in the song. Stupid Faced. Like. F A C E D E D. Stupid face did. Stupid did D E D. Like kind of like wasted. Stupid okay. faced. It's not just faced. It's not. There's a T E D or a D E D. D E D. Okay, faced just clarifying because yep. you said wasted, but the id is just E D. It's just, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just a a way to rhyme wasted and faced. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know that for sure though. Who's it by? I don't know. Oh, okay. I could. I'll. I'll tell you later. I An indie band. Later. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I'm trying to think. There's. So there's this. There's Blair Witch Project, which, like I, I would mention earlier, is one that, if you didn't grow up around it, watching it now is. Unless you can really get yourself into movies, like if you can do that to your brain, it's hard to watch. It's kind of lame. It's not super. 
I mean, having nostalgia reasons and knowing what I'm getting out of it. Like, well, when did it come out? It. Like the '90s. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, is that old? Yeah, there's there's the Blair Witch Project. They tried to do a shitty sequel, and then they did like a prequel, like uh-huh. or I, I don't know if it's a prequel. More recently, but um, I I think I went to type that in yesterday on Google and I typed accidentally typed Blair bitch project. <laughs> and that was, that was like a movie, like a knockoff movie like a parody. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, because there's an, I was, I've been rewatching gossip girl and there's an episode where they, it's called the Blair bitch project. Mm. So that's, it was in my brain. And then I was thinking Blair, Witch, and then I accidentally typed that, but then something came up and I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. so and then uh, there, uh, Cloverfield's another one that came out before a few years before this one. That one's about like a big like alien invasion and these people like running through the streets, like a like a big like Godzilla style a- like alien invasion thing. Yeah. Um, there's one that I'm I can't remember what it was. Well, there's also uh, is it called as or uh, is it as above so below? think is what it's called. Oh, I feel like I've heard of it. It's like they go through these, they go through these, like, catacombs in, like, I don't know, like, Italy or something. Hmm. But anyway, found footage. They're fun. The VHS, VHS, like, is that one? Those ones are scary. Those are, like, and it's not just, like, one all long story. It's, like, a, it's, like, a anthology thing where they have a bunch of short stories. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, some of them are pretty spooky. I didn't watch any after the first one, and I heard the third one is the best one, but I wouldn't know. I haven't seen any. But anyway, at any rate, found footage. Yeah. yeah. But to get into the plot, <laughs> well, I guess maybe we should add. Oh, yeah. Okay. We said it came out in 2012. Mm-hmm. It actually did pretty good in the box office. I have on my phone that it got $126 million, which is pretty good when it only had a $15 million budget. Mm-hmm. Um. The, 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 like, what is this called? Movie poster? Yeah. Like, it reminds me so much of something, but I can't think about what it, what it is. But it's definitely very, like, spooky. And, like, I feel like if I just saw this, I wouldn't have thought superhero. hmm But, I mean, it is kind of spooky and definitely ends weird. But, um, to get into the plot, um, yeah, it starts with Andrew getting... A camera, and he kind of is like, you're seeing like a little glimpse into his life. So, like, we see his abusive dad sick, and sick mom, sick mom kind of gets bullied at school because they like kick around his camera and his neighborhood, the neighborhood guys, too. Oh, yeah, the neighborhood guys. And he's got like one friend who's his cousin. <laughs> um, and uh, he definitely like a a loner i guess you would say Mm -hmm. like um doesn't really seem like he wants to be social but then the cousin matt he like convinces him to go to a party right and Mm -hmm. that's where kind of like the film takes off right right um we're at the party and the guy like basically like bullies him out of it because he thinks he was like videotaping the like girl or whatever and then he's out because he splashed water on the camera and then that's when he gets approached by oh, Steve. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, oh fuck, I was gonna say something. I forgot. Oh, okay. <laughs> so in the beginning of that party scene, I'm I was confusing the two party scenes for a second. Okay. But 
that first party scene where he goes and Matt's like, all right, man, like, go have fun. And Andrew's like, what? Like, you said you wanted me to go with you, and now you're just abandoning me? I feel that. That is, like, so mean. I know people think, like, oh, just go and mingle by yourself. Not everybody wants to do that, and if you drag them out, you have to stick with them. That is so rude. Or, like, or, like, get a, give them, like, people to talk to. Like, like, you go to a friend group, and then you can, like, peel off if they have someone to talk to. But don't, like, abandon them. That's so rude. Yeah. And if sure. it's not rude, you probably do it. No. <laughs> like, or, like, if you don't think it's rude, is what I meant. It's, I w- like, I'm not saying it's not rude, but I'm not saying, but I'm also, like, trying to say it's, like, sometimes being forced in those situations is the best thing that can happen. Yeah, I know. That's your take. But if you're, like, I think if you're, like, not used to social environments let's just say like clearly he had never been to a party you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like it's a little intimidating to just be like go do it by yourself it could go successfully but did it in this case it's not like he went and talked to a bunch of people yeah yeah but like he was like getting around and talk he he talked to what's her name oh casey because she asked him about his camera it's like one of those things where i think that it's one of those things where like if he like I think that's an instance where he's kind of holding himself back by like dismissing, like dismissing, like, you know, his, like Matt was telling him like, why are you bringing that camera around? He goes, <laughs> oh, it's what I want to do. So yeah. then he's doing it. And then that's what gets somebody to approach him to start talking like, oh, hey, we're both filming. What's this? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. No, that's definitely fair. I also, when that happened, just to put, since we're talking about it, when Casey was like, oh, like, why are you filming? I thought that was going to be the be a beginning for like them to like have a romance. Oh. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> Completely wrong. Um, but it seemed weird that, like, she was... It seems like she was kind of, like, trying to make a conversation with him yeah. and whatever. And then the other guy just came in and, like... Said something stupid. Matt like, said something stupid. And then I, she yeah, yeah. she left. And it was, like, clearly she didn't like you, dude. And then he just was, like... Nah. Like, I don't know. I just thought that interaction... He looked dumb. Matt looked dumb in it. Yeah. And he, like, interjected for no reason. But clearly it was because he, like... Right. He liked her, but he's trying to be trying to sound smart and he failed. To sound sophisticated. <laughs> he <laughs> struck out. But uh but yeah, anyway. They Then they jump in a hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like that's like something that like that whole vibe, that whole vibe through that whole part, like is weird. No, no, no. Like it's it's totally it's totally a thing. Like Oh, that you would be at a party and be like, whoa, dude, come look, look at this. this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this crater. Right. And then you find the guy. With, well, granted, now it's different because everybody's got phones. But you find the guy with the camera and be like, come check this shit out. <laughs> I will say that was the one part of the movie I didn't like is when they got down there. The like. What would you call that? The gems, the crystals. Mm-hmm. That they touched looked so stupid. Mm. Like, I thought that was the only part of the film that I thought was, could have been better. Like, they could have made the special effects or, like, the visual better. I think part of it, too, though, was the idea that the camera, like, it's not going to look great either way with the, like, no, none of those shots looked great. Other than, like, the only shot that, like, had any, like, clarity to it was when Steve's sweat was, yes. like, going towards it. 
Otherwise, the rest of it was all just kind of jumbled up garbage anyway, because the camera was fucking up. It's not the camera. It was the... I'm talking about, Just like, how it looked? Yeah, like, just... like, just the fact that it's, like, this giant, like... Weird, glowing... Mm-hmm. Ball? Rock? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just thought it... When I was reading, like, the plot summary um, before watching it, and it said, like, oh, they touch something and they get powers, I guess I was expecting something, like, more... I don't know what the right word is. Just like more impressive than just these crystals <laughs> or whatever they were. But I mean, if that's the only thing that I didn't like, that's not bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. it's not like you didn't know like that something was happening. Like it was clearly like, what is this? This is weird. Um, I wish they would have gone into though later, like how that even got there, which we never know. Right. But that's a, yeah, that's the, that's kind of the, there's that little bit of intrigue where, like, they get there, and then, like, later, and then, like, hey, this area's blocked off, and then there's, oh, you know, yeah, flying everywhere. So, obviously, something's up. But you never find out what. Right? Because, you know, all the cameras get fucked up. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't, <laughs> you don't find that footage. <laughs> that footage stays gone. Yeah. But, um, um. So they they touch the thing and then everybody blacks out, mm-hmm. and then we don't catch up with them until they're in the backyard trying out their baseball routine. Yeah, which at first I was really confused, like why they were just throwing the ball at each <laughs> other. What were they trying to test? Like they how hard they could throw it? No, they were trying to stop it. So like I was, it was it was your turn. I'm throwing the ball at you for you to try to stop. Oh, and then Andrew's the first one who does it. Yeah. But how were they throwing it so hard? That was that part of the ability, or they just threw it that hard? Well, those the first throw, like the first throw, was just a normal throw. Everything else that was all curves and stuff that he was like, okay, yeah. Steve was using his powers to throw. Because at one point he throws it off the side and it like bo- curves like, around. That's <laughs> like when knocks Matt off and yeah. hits him in the face. And okay, I I I did not catch that at first. I was like, why are they throwing at each other's heads? Mm-hmm. Um, keep in mind, I was also watching this, like, while I was, like, journaling and, like, writing stuff down. So, like, I wasn't, like, you know, probably not listening to every single word that was being said. So, maybe they said, like, oh, like, try to stop it, and I just didn't No, they just started, it. it was just kind of an imp- implied thing. Okay, so thank you for making me feel stupid. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, if, that you was just, just, if you were just watching the movie... I was watching the movie. Sounds like you were journaling. Okay, but I was like, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, I was like writing stuff down in my planner and like multitasking, but like also having that. It's hard for me to just sit and watch a movie at this point unless I'm like forced to in a theater. Like most of the time, I always have something like my phone or it's so hard to just when I could be doing other things at the same time. Yeah, but you can. That's also, like mindless. If you, if you're, no, it's not. No, no, no. Not watching movies mindless, like the other activities are mindless, so I can pay attention to the movie. So just get a fidget spinner or a clicky thing. You can buy it for me for Christmas. You're missing missing details, man. All right. Note to self. (laughs) But some movies, it doesn't matter because they're just like not like Dirty Dancing. I don't think it really matters. We kind of checked out for that one. But for whatever. Anyways. (laughs) Um,. I need to stop saying anyways because that's not yeah. a word. It's anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. 
So they're throwing baseballs at each other. Then they, like, basically, like, it's just them kind of experimenting. Yeah. Pushing boundaries, you know, and once they start getting a bloody nose, they're like, oh, crap, time to stop. Yeah, those effects were cool, though, of, like, them all trying to do, like, telekinesis and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think that, like, like the, it's clear, like, in this, in that, like, friendship, like, obviously, um, Andrew found kind of, like, his group. They all, like, I think it's a thing, too, where they all were actually really, like, actually vibing. And it's not like, obviously, they wouldn't have ever been friends like this if this didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But. That's just kind of how shit works, right? Yeah, like, just stuff happens. Stuff happens. Right, right. So it's like... For most of us, it's not telekinetic powers, but you know. Right. And I think it's it's one of those things, though, still with with Andrew. Like, obviously, the movie revolves around Andrew. Everyone else is pretty, you know, for lack of a more for lack of a better word, stable, you know, he's, he's definitely one of those people who's like one bad day away. And obviously this movie proves that or shows that (laughs) like, and it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a little bit of a stereotype that I think gets you. I don't think it gets used too much, but it's definitely one that shows up and sometimes makes for really good stuff. And sometimes it's just kind of like, phoned in but well it's always like and maybe that's like true in real life i guess i don't know but like it is always like the antisocial, rough home life kid that like has a quote mental breakdown mm-hmm. and like causes violence in a lot of movies like or tv shows like mm-hmm. there i mean it definitely because people don't cause harm unless they've like received harm so like it makes sense that they provide that backstory about andrew like and how Mm -hmm. he has an abusive dad and stuff um but yeah it definitely is like there's only so many ways like uh you can show that he like is just disturbed i don't know Mm -hmm. what the word would be troubled yeah yeah (laughs) so it, it does feel like sometimes it's overused in that way that it's always like why is it always an abusive parent or like I don't know, can't, but I mean, it's there's can't all... you give these people more creative trauma than well, just I was just gonna say life? there's only so many traumas and like it's like... that would make sense or be right. relatable or but I genuinely feel like that's just what comes when so many movies are made mm-hmm. and when you right. watch yeah, yeah, so yeah, many yes, movies for sure, like for sure because how I mean I can't think of any other like obvious trauma off the top of my head that you could use that would be besides bullying. And be at home trauma. What else is there to be that much of a motive? Yeah, just like ke- like biological chemical imbalance. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to do anything without like that's the. I think that's the easiest. I think it's the easiest route, not only to do but to relate to as well. I think without mm-hmm. without seeming insensitive, insensitive, right? Right. Because I think the idea isn't, it's not like you're, like the blame isn't put on him for his situation, right? Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, you're not, it's not like it's glorified in any way either. Mm-mm. 
obviously. Mm-hmm. But like the something that's in my head that I don't I've I've been trying to work in and I don't quite know how is just another another situation that can contribute to situations like this is some sort of mental you know deficiency, mental handicap or something that might Oh, like a disability? Yes. Mm. But I think that I don't think that's a minefield that isn't worth taking a, a single step into in terms of trying to incorporate it, that into a movie like this. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying with like the chemical imbalance thing or whatever. Like he could have, yeah, some sort of mental health disorder. Um, but I feel like also like then they could, they, they could go in. Is it, was it like, uh, Biological or environmental, yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. clearly they're trying to take the approach of like he's depressed and like angry and lashing out because he has mm-hmm. a bad environment. Yeah, but there's also probably combined with some biological right. aspect because he's clearly a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, it's what not, is uh... like a psycho? Like, what's the definition between of a psychopath? Google that because I confuse. And I know they're different. A sociopath is something, it's like someone who doesn't have, I, I don't even know. A person who engages repeatedly in criminal and antisocial behavior without remorse or empathy for those victimized. That's a psychopath. Yes. Yeah, he's definitely that definition. Can you define what a sociopath is? Sure can. Um, I mean, the the biggest like they they telegraph coming into it um into the his kind of where those traits start to come out uh a sociopath an adult who has a personality disorder marked by antisocial behavior so he's a bit of both so the psychopath is with the criminal behavior right and then sociopath is more specifically towards antisocial behavior but uh at any rate basically it was after their after they leave the store and then he pushes the guy off the road <laughs> that was really good uh, that was a really good shot yeah, i yeah. liked that it looked really real like uh-huh. like they were just and then it was like oh shit uh-huh. um and it was all because he was just like driving really what is that called riding like riding their car's ass <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when someone's so following close really to your rear view. Yeah, yeah. yeah but people say that like you're riding my ass. Get yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like he was just, they were like jokingly annoyed about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden he was just like, it's like, oops. Well, yeah. he said abracadabra when he said But I wondered if like that genuinely was an accident. He definitely meant to shove, there's no way he didn't mean to shove the car off the I, road. Oh, I, I, I thought you were going to say like, it definitely, he definitely meant to do something to the car, but I thought he was just going to like stop it. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure like just with the motion of his hand, and I'm pretty sure he was trying to throw it off the road. I'm so, do you sure. think he thought that like they were going to be down for that? <laughs> I think I sort. I think sort of. I think that's one of. The, I think it's like uh, he didn't. He doesn't realize what is too far. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that's mm. when they go off on. That's when he goes off. Uh, Matt goes off on him later. Like, what the hell were you thinking? Like, yeah, this isn't. We need rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's 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 true. It's like when you're all like joking and it's all fun and games, and then someone like takes it too far with a joke, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, dude!" Like, and eh, we're we're there's a line, and you crossed it. Right. Um, it's kind of like that, just on a higher stake. <laughs> right. Yeah. Much higher stakes because they almost killed a guy. Exactly. 
but uh yeah it's like so that moment and then it's really cemented in with the spider later on oh my god i was gonna bring that up too that was really cool too the effects of that (laughs) yeah um but yeah that was just so like stranger things season four when the (laughs) kid or vecna like um kills the bunny rabbit Mm-hmm. Like, it was very much like that vibe of like, right. oh, you're just killing an innocent creature. Granted, spiders are definitely less well-liked than probably a bunny. Right. But, but still. It's, well, it was specifically after the conversation, no using it on living things. And he's like, fuck this living thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's 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 clear at that point that he's the, he's definitely. He's in, he's. Inching towards a breakdown slash kind of foreshadowing a downfall. Right. Just that he's not, he's unstable. To yes. Say. Just, that's, I think that's the best way to. But then they like, it kind of picks back. Like, do you think then they realize that? So then they're like, oh, we're going to get him involved in like some social things. So that's why Steve asked him to be in the talent show. Uh, I don't think it was because of that specifically. I think it was just. I think it had to do with. I, I'm trying to think of what prompted them to, what prompted them to Let do that. Um. Do 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 do. After discovering they can fly, the friends agreed to fly around the world together following graduation. With Andrew in particular desiring to visit. I don't know how to say it. Tibet. Tibet, because of its peaceful nature. Steve encourages Andrew to enter the school talent show with a ladder amazing amazes mm-hmm. his fellow students. I don't think I, I think I it was, was just, just like a oh he's our friend and like he I doesn't think, really have many friends, so like we're gonna try it, to it, uh, wasn't it because he was <clears throat> organizing it and he's like, Oh hey, you should do a thing. Yeah, yeah, no. But it was like yes, that's what happened. But right. like I think he encouraged him because he was like Oh, like it was an easy very... way. It was an easy way for him to gain some social cred because he literally has superpowers. Correct. Right. Um, and that was genius with the whole like magic act. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen magic acts though, where you're like, how do you not have superpowers? <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Like the guy who, do you know who Shin Lim is? Mm-mm. Or it's. Shin Lim or Shim Lin? Shin Lim. Okay. Shin Lim, he won America's Got Talent and he, then he won the season champion, like the champions season. And he has, like, he would literally, like, have the cards in front of you and the numbers would be moving. And it was like, how? How? It wasn't like, oh, I pulled my, your car out from behind your mm-hmm. ear, like, literally moving in front of your eyes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Lots and lots of practice. I know, but there was one where he was on Ellen, and they each signed a card Mm -hmm. that, like, with their signature on it. He folded it up, put it in his mouth, and then, like, just, like, kept it in there for a second. And when he took it back, like, when he put it in, it had his signature on it, and when he took it out, it had her signature on it, and she had also put like a card in her mouth and he like they switched in their mm-hmm. mouths are you following yeah so their signatures and cards flipped even though they were both inside their mouths how there's how there's a sleight of hand somewhere that happens because it's all about misdirection right so you think she had 
like the card that she takes out the whole time. Like some yeah, it was somewhere along the line he made a switch or or made it seem like there was a switch or something. I just would love I don't I remember like asking my aunt, you know, who's a magician. Mm-hmm. Um, like, can you explain to me like magic tricks? She's like, Well then it's not fun anymore. I don't care. Yeah. I just want the answer. There's uh <laughs> there's a show uh there's a show called uh I don't think it's on anymore. I think it was called I think it was called Bullshit with uh <laughs> Penn and Tiller. Penn and Teller. Um uh they're famous like magician performers. Um Penn and Teller Bullshit. So basically, oh no no, this isn't it. But this is a show that they did, but it's not the one I was thinking of. Yeah, no no no. That was just a talk show. They did uh uh they did a show where contestants would go on and try to trick the try to perform a magic trick mm-hmm. and uh in front of you know two of the best mm-hmm. ever they would have to perform a a magic trick and if you could stump pen and teller then you like move on or you win. okay uh and basically they would do their trick and then they would uh, analyze it and they'd be like oh well you did this and then you did this and this and this and if they were right or like gone oh okay uh, is it called Fool Us? Bullshit was their talk show. Mm. Yeah, it's just Fool Us. Mm. But anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was no way anyone was going to guess Andrew's yeah. <laughs> talent. He's actually just magic, or, it's, or whatever you would want to call it. Is it magic or is it science? <laughs> That's the question. That, was a, that was a, it sounded really cool in the microphone. Is it magic <laughs> or is it science? That could be a great commercial. So yeah, they do the talent show. He mostly, I think he wins, and then they head to that after party where everything goes to shit. Yep, really does. That's when everything like kind of like that's. I mean, the downfall started with the flipping the car, but also like that really like solidified that like oh no because mm-hmm. you the <laughs> first of all. The girl with the pink hair, don't remember her name. Sorry, girl with pink hair. <laughs> Why? She looked so much older than Andrew. Eh. And I don't know how old she was supposed to be, but I didn't like it. And I didn't like how they were really encouraging, like, Andrew's going to be... <laughs> like, uh, Steve was, like, right behind these doors. <laughs> Andrew's becoming a man. <laughs> Which is like it's funny, it's funny. Well, and it but it been... just like they when he said something about how like he's never been with a girl at some point. I think mm-hmm. that was before the party, um, and they were like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Like, because I think one of them, I don't know if it was Matt or Steve, was like, "Oh, I haven't like had sex since this summer or something." Mm-hmm. And then Andrew was like, "I never have," and they were like, "What?" And it's like, really? But I guess maybe that's normal it's male like, teen it's conversation. Normal. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just like. Why do we have to put that in every freaking teen movie? Because it's pretty prevalent in teen conversation. So you got asked that when you were in high school? Yeah, like there were conversations about like, like before it started happening, it was a who do you think is going to do it first? Do it first. And then after it starts happening, there's different, it goes whatever (laughs) way, whatever way as stuff starts happening, whatever way as it rolls out, it dictates where the conversations go. Okay, but here's what I'm really getting at. Would you have like set up 
one of your friends who like had not done that before just because you were like, come on, man, like you got to do it. Well, I mean, it depends because I think it's one of those things where like and like Andrew's on board, but like in this particular situation, like if he hadn't thrown up, it probably would have been fine. Yeah, that's because that was the thing is he threw up on her while they were yeah, starting to get whatever. He was doing everything at once. He was getting right. drunk for yeah, the first yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not the the pressure was the problem. Yeah. Cause see, if he wasn't so like do the talent show, get popular, now you're gonna go drink alcohol because you're getting was, all this attention. I think it was more just him riding the high because like everyone but was who like all over encouraged him. the high. They but, did. Yeah, but earlier you were saying that's a good thing. That they were trying to give him a way to kind of... I didn't say it was a good thing. I just said they were doing that. They were trying to give him, like, get him into the popular crowd because they probably felt bad for him. Yeah. But, like, it should have been a slow integration. Yeah. It didn't need to be that aggressive. Just agree with me because it's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, though, because it's sometimes all at once is, isn't necessarily so bad. It's just, well, it, it went bad in this. <laughs> yeah, in this instance with him throwing up on her. That, like, well, we're that's talking a, like, about thing. this yeah, yeah. instance. I guess every time it is not bad. Maybe sometimes it works right, out. Right, but I, I, my 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 perspective with this instance though is, if he hadn't thrown up, it would have been it would have been fine. Yeah, honestly, surprised that out of all like what could have gone wrong, like he could have flung her against the wall with his superpowers, <laughs> that or it was like, the throw up that killed the body. Yeah, or like any other kind of like more like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like inability to perform sexually, like anything like that. <laughs> oh, like that, his that inexperience showing yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. But yeah. even that, like that, wouldn't have been. I don't think that would have been as bad either. Yeah, like it probably would have been a haha. But like her storming out into the party, screaming because she has puke on her, it was that kind was... of the catalyst for the whole thing. It was the match. Yeah, but honestly, even though I didn't really like the pressure, I did think that scene of Michael B. Jordan with the camera was really funny. Like oh, where he was outside the door, the, yeah. and then he like catches the aftermath, and he's like, "Whoa, what happened?" Mm -hmm. And then he goes in there, and Andrew's like, "So mean, like, and so upset, like, is like, which I understand you would be upset, but he's like, God, man, just turn the camera off, <laughs> you know what? Like, <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not gonna say, but there was a person like, and you wouldn't know them anyway because they went to my high school, but like who was a couple years older than me, and you know they're just like you had those." men really boys who like would be like weirdly emotional kind yeah. of irrationally I know type. like it's not like you can't be emotional it was just like so aggressive like come on man it hurts yeah, and it was yeah. like it just was like okay like you didn't break your leg like what is wrong with you mm -hmm. <laughs> and like i guess maybe like a girl i mean i probably would cry if i threw up on someone but i don't know if i would be mad at my friend like i would yeah. my he was just trying to be like He's oh like hey man yeah i mean it's not like steve was being like overly mean about it he was laughing and kind of giggling about it but honestly and yes i think the laughing was bad sorry to interrupt you but i who wouldn't laugh yeah yeah, yeah. like it's like you, you I, genuinely i don't mean to be mean when i say that but it's like you sometimes you literally can't help it right and because but, it's just you're laughing at the scenario but you feel bad right. like i do that often where i'm like i'm so sorry for laughing but like it's just so funny yeah like those those kind of predicaments too in scenarios like anytime you're out at a party drinking and people are getting drunk and doing stupid shit like there's no like there's no 
there's no moment where somebody does something stupid and then everyone just like is like, oh my god. <laughs> well, like, unless they were like bleeding or oh, something. Okay, yes, but that, like that's well, right. I'm just saying like in this scenario, I guess he didn't fall, but it is like a. Well, like, falling is a common scenario where, like, people will laugh, but then it's like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, because mm -hmm. it's embarrassing. You're like, right. oh, are you okay? I'm so sorry you for laugh laughing. You laugh at first. If they're okay, you continue to laugh. Yeah. If they're not okay, you stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, that was kind of the same thing versus it yeah. wasn't, it's like equivalent embarrassment, though. Because, yeah. like, he, it wasn't, he didn't throw up on her in front of everybody versus falling normally yeah. is in front of a lot of people. But then he like probably did something more embarrassing than falling by yakking on her. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think part of it, part of it, why, why it was so huge in this instance was because he was as high on the highest high he's ever been on. Yeah. And, and he's really... just living life. And then it really brought him back down to yeah. where he was before. Just that rat, this, that like, Oh shit. It's, it's like a, sh like a sugar crash. Yeah. Like you, eat a bunch of sugar and you're like god i'm feeling great i can run a marathon and then you like walk 10 yeah. minutes and you're like oh cool. i'm tired <laughs> yeah and then i mean obviously after that after that point too is when like his mom's stuff starts getting worse yeah and like that's when like i think is it it's it's shortly after that isn't it that his dad beats him up for for uh uh having the camera it's short. It's, it's shortly after that because he sees the uh, the footage from the party on it. His dad's like going through his room and finds the camera. Uh, oh yeah, and he goes, yeah, yeah. What yeah, are you hoarding yeah. this five hundred dollar camera for when we can't buy your mom or medicine? That's right. That's right. Uh, and then he beats him up, and then he pushes back, and then his yeah. dad's like wincing. And then it, he had either, it coming though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Either wait, short... wait, real quick to just talk about with another fight. I think the movie opened with like the dad coming in and like hitting him. Like on the head, he and was he falls off the chair. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because he's like, you, he's like, I'm filming everything now, so you're gonna be on camera if you beat the shit shit out of me. Yeah, but then he's like, I'm like, I'm talking to you, and he like hits his yeah. head and he falls off the chair. That looked so real, like that stunt. However, they did that, like it really looked like he just like whipped him in the head and he flew off the chair. So, just props to the choreography, but obviously sad to watch. It came out of nowhere. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Um, but, but to go back to the other stunt, yes, he, he gave it back to him. And what did he say? He was like, I, c I would destroy you or, I, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. And I don't, what happens after that? I don't even remember. It's when, it's when he's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's after this that he like, uh, Steve and Matt, they get their nosebleeds. And they get the vibe that something's wrong. Yes. And then Steve goes up and Andrew's yes. flying in the, the thunderstorm. Which, again, like, just up there with his camera. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, the, I think the idea is, that, I think the idea is with the camera, I think it's unconscious. Like, I think at this point in the movie, he's doing it and controlling it without even thinking about it. Mm, okay. You know, I think it's just like a, you know, I don't know, putting on his a coat or something it's yeah kind of it's always there um but uh it's here that steve's trying to talk him down mm -hmm. and then lightning strikes so that to me was a little confusing with the camera is i thought at first 
that Andrew like had killed him. Like I thought maybe they got into a fight. So here's the thing. We don't know. I still think it was him. Because I but think But Wikipedia it, said he got struck by lightning. He did. But you think he pushed him? No. I think oh. that the lightning I think somehow Andrew may have influenced the lightning. Oh. Because later on when Matt confronts him, he's like, How did he get struck by lightning during a storm that had no recorded lightning strikes? Mm-mm. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? That's dumb. I'm thinking about that again. That's not right. I think it was just up in the air. I think he just happened to get struck by lightning up in the air. Okay. And that's how he knew. That's how he knew it, he was most likely. They were with each other because. Well, he said because, because his body since, was found in, in a, field, a field. Right, and right, they were right. like, why would he be in a field? Right. And, and then back to the no recorded lightning strikes on the ground. That means that they were he up in the killed. air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, definitely I agree. I thought right. maybe the same thing. Um, but it wasn't clear in the in the shot. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's after that that he starts to I really didn't think they were gonna kill him and then unhinged. there was a funeral and I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it's from here on where Andrew goes full nutso, ripping people's teeth out. It was that the next. I think part? that's the next thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. Rips the kid's teeth out and the teeth out, and then he's talking about him in the bathroom, and he's like, "Oh, I got blood in my hands." Oh, oh. No, he's literally talking about. So I pulled this one out because I got the I, full grip around the I, middle. I, I, I pretended like it was a lasso and wrapped. But it with the these roots. other two, I broke them in half because, yeah. again, stunt really good. It really looked like that kid got his yeah. head jerked forward, and then, sorry, my definitely went in and out of the microphone there because I was <laughs> imitating the jerk. But, like, really pulled it forward and the teeth, like, like, I don't know. I just think they did a good job, like, with these, like, with the forces, you mm-hmm. know, that they had. Like, I really thought it yeah, looked that, real. that little bit of camera shake and then the, like, whoom sound that they yeah. throw in there makes it perfect. Makes it good. Yep. Yep. So that was, that was really good. And then. So he does. He, we see him basically just torture a bunch of people. Yeah, he starts <laughs> talking about Apex Predator crap and. What is that? What's an apex predator? It's just top of the food chain. Like it's like it's the predator that has no predator. Like they're the they're the tippy top of the food chain. So what would be an example? Like um, a bear. <laughs> yeah, like in their yeah in their in their natural habitat, ignoring like ignoring humans. Yeah, like a like a like a grizzly bear or something is okay. probably at the top. Like a polar bear where they are, or you know, yes. Okay. Yep. Basically, the thing that has nothing hunting it, but it can hunt everything, basically. There's nothing above it. And Are that's humans what considered is. apex predators? Uh, No, because okay. people get killed by animals all the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But that doesn't mean like a... Is that, so the predator, by definition, it's saying is an animal that can, like doesn't have anything Let's see what Wikipedia it? says specifically. It's also known as the top predator. Predator at the top of the food chain without natural predators of its own. Does it have examples on there? Wolves prey mostly <gasps> upon large herbivores, which blah, blah, blah. Apex predator concept is applied. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's this? Uh, eco- ecologists have debated whether humans are apex predators. Uh, the, they found that across global food web, a fractional human 
profit level HTL can be calculated. Blah, 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 blah. Getting too into the weeds here. Well, uh, yeah, so I think it's split decision, it looks like. Okay. I would say no, in my opinion, just without doing any further reading. I would, I, my opinion would be no, just because there's like, like there's so many, like naturally speaking, no way. Like, once you start bringing technology into the mix, mm -hmm. it tips it a little bit. But anyway, it yeah. doesn't matter. Once you bring superpowers into the mix, I think for sure you're an Apex Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is, yeah, it's, it's so it's saying here, that's what he, I guess that's a good way of looking at it. I didn't think about it. That's what he's using to rationalize his, his behavior. He's yeah. like, this is what people at the top just do. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. But um, um, that's when he robs But then the place, also... Right? No, go for it. No, you're you're getting yeah, yeah. into what I was gonna say. It's kind of sad because he definitely still has somewhat of like, like, emotion. Like it's not like he's pure evil at this point right, because right. he still like has empathy and emotion and cares because he's sad about his mom right. and he doesn't want her to die. So he clearly cares about her. Also, that scene where he like she can't like breathe, and so he like moves her to the side mm -hmm. that was really cool um which i just i mean that was kind of random but i think it was showing that like he has a little bit of like care left that he helped her so she would be okay until he would get back mm -hmm. um uh but that like that was sad because he went to go get the money to pay for her medication and where did he go oh he went to the guys in the park first yeah well they jumped yeah yeah he yeah he went there and then they're like hey oh that is andrew blah, in like blah, the blah. firefighter yeah, gear yeah. and then he just fucks them all yeah he does the finger gun thing <laughs> that yeah. was cool yeah. that was cool and he ki kills them all yeah I, I i don't know if they're all dead but i think it can be assumed one way or the other i don't think it makes too big a difference but yeah i would say he probably killed them they're probably killed dead. them or knocked out stole their money and that and wasn't like, enough. Wasn't enough. So then he goes to the gas station. That was also cool with the money, like yeah, throws the towards guy, him. Throws the guy against the wall. And he's like, "Come on, come on!" Is the yeah money's flowing in? And then I thought something bad was going to happen because I mean, something bad did happen, but yeah. But now I can't remember. The store owner brought out the gun, and the he he whooshed the gun away. But then what happened? The gun went off and blew up the gas station. It hit a gas. It the gas station blew up after the gun went off. How did it blow up from a gunshot? Well, if there's any... Or like, from a bullet. If, like, I think the thought... I, it doesn't really happen this way. I'm sure it could happen this way. But I think the shotgun pellets hit the gas pump. Well, that's what I was asking. Yeah, so it hit the... Hit the gas pump. And it, that lit it on fire. It, yeah, whatever. That makes well, sense, but I was like... I think it was the gas pump. I The other alternative would be the... If there was... I don't remember. I'm trying to... I, it's either the gas pumps or like there was maybe like propane, like propane distribution next to it. And that blew up, blew up the gas station. But either way, gas station blew up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was just asking because if a bullet hit like the building, yeah, that wouldn't, it wouldn't blow up. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so that happens and he's in the hospital, um, which I feel like you would have thought would have been like an indicator to him like, hey, buddy, you're not invincible. So like tone it down a notch. Nope. No, no. Um, I mean, for sure he felt invincible, though, because they were doing those things earlier where, like, if you 
if you envision that it's not going to hurt, it's not going to, it's not going to stab you. It's not going to stab you. Like with the fork. Yes. With the fork. So he has this bit of a God complex on top of the apex predator stuff. As but I is. thought that was going to be like the a reality check. Yeah. The dad really just... Yeah. The dad came in and like relit the fire. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's like, hey, I've been looking for you, and while I've been, since I've been looking for you, your mom died while she was at home alone. Yeah. I know you can hear me. Yeah. And then yeah. whoosh goes the Side hospital, the yeah, hospital room window, and then that's when Matt's spider <laughs> senses start tingling. Okay, that was so funny. He's just, it just smash cuts to a random, like, kid's House birthday party, party yeah. and then he's just like, Casey's like, Oh, we oh, forgot yeah. to talk about that. Yeah. Like, Casey and Matt goes to her house at that yeah. one point, and he basically says he likes her. And so they clearly were, like, dating or something. Mm-hmm. And then he's, like, there. All of a sudden, he's like, oh, shit, like, my nose. Mm-hmm. And it's really gushy. She's like, oh, my God. And he's like, check out Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, I mean, I liked that idea that, like, when they overexert themselves, that it affects all of them. Like, mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. Um, Funny is like stranger things also to bring that up again like i always thought like the nosebleed from like overexerting yourself was like an original yeah concept it's, it's in a lot of stuff yeah but i didn't why i wonder why that specifically is a thing because i think if like it's always the thing with telekinesis because i think the idea is watching somebody <sighs> pant and looks you know like look tired isn't as compelling as like the you know the single nose drip of blood or like whatever i think it's just more like but why was it out of their nose like why not out of their mouth uh i mean because it's all connected yeah but i think with the no i think the thing with the nose is it's easy it's an easy one drip thing where it's just like you know their head they're controlling things with their head the exertion's coming from their head the the next thing down is nasal passage. And I guess, too, with the mouth, having the blood, like, pool and then start to drool, uh, like, drip out of their mouth would be <laughs> yeah. kind of weird, too. Well, and in Stranger Things, too, when Eleven does, like, really exert herself, she it's also bleeds everywhere. out of the ears. And her eyes, too, when she was a kid. When she... Oh, when yeah! She, spoiler alert, when she banished when, the guy. Yeah. She was, was bleeding so out epic. everywhere. That freaking music yeah. when it's like, ah! And the stance. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he gets the really crazy nosebleed, and then they see on the TV that the hospital is like on fire, mm-hmm. basically. And, and so they, Matt's like, "Gotta go there, Casey." Then they go, and then they start seeing people getting thrown everywhere, and Andrew comes out, epic one v one. Andrew comes out with his dad and just drops him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Matt catches him. I love how there, which maybe there was like muffled reactions in the crowd, but like I love how Casey's immediate reaction wasn't like, wait, when did you get powers? Like it was just like, oh my God, oh my God, what is going on? Like, Andrew, are you okay? Like it was, I didn't ever hear like verbatim like, wait, how do you have superpowers? I think it's one of those things where everything's just hitting at once. You don't even like, (laughs) it's just impossible to get a grip. Yeah. Quickly. But at the same time, she he may have told her at some point. Oh, true. So, like, she may have been clued in on it. But then, like, he has superpowers, so you would think he would just, like, grab her and, like, lie. Because you can do that. But then they get back in the car, 
and try to drive away when clearly Andrew just saw mm-hmm. like where you are. Maybe it maybe it has to do with Matt's confidence in his abilities. Like something tells me, like oh, that's right, because the whole movie actually he's the one who like is has showing the least... shows restraint at least yeah. the whole time. He's not the one doing a lot of experimenting and pushing boundaries. He's just like, oh, hey, this is this cool thing that we can do. It's whatever. I feel like that's very you. Like, you're Matt in this scenario. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I feel like if you got superpowers, like, you would do that. You would be like, well, you know, I'm not going to, like, overuse it. There's rules, and we got to be rational about this. <laughs> well, for sure, you have to have rules. I do think, you? Yeah, you do, for sure. <laughs> you know, you can't just impose your will on I don't think you need like spoken rules unless you have an Andrew in your group see but knowing that there could be an Andrew in the group that you just don't quite realize it I think setting ground rules right away would make the most sense I I guess I was thinking like because once you start assuming people's morals and ethics I guess I was thinking like you got the powers by yourself I think you would like that's how you would be yeah I probably I would like, obviously, it's impossible to know, but I wouldn't, like, I don't think I would start to do stuff that I wouldn't, like, really do normally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like it's one of those things where you, would, you wouldn't want anybody to know. Because... You would probably use your powers for basic things, like... Yeah, you'd like, be sitting at your desk. Yeah, literally, yeah. I was going to say, you're sitting at your desk and you're like, Dr. Pepper? Or yeah. what's the drink you like? Mr. Pib? <laughs> Just like, bring it in from the fridge. Yeah, because like it's one of those things you wouldn't want. You wouldn't want to be public about it. It would. I mean, yeah, you could probably find a way to make money off of it, but at the same time, something tells me like, kind of like how it ends up ends up going in like, uh, like the Marvel movies or like mm-hmm. the government gets involved, you know, and or and all that crap. Like, yeah. you become a different like everything. Excuse me, everything changes once everybody knows. Because then in comes the question about, you know, like, whether, like, how it affects human evolution, what it, like, all the, like, all the different angles I could come at. Like, yeah, I would just use it at home. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I always thought that was interesting about superhero movies is, like, I never, I would always watch and be like, why is everybody, like, so, like worked up about these superheroes like they're saving people but then you realize like a lot of the conflict is that is like these superheroes sometimes inserting themselves into things that they don't need to and making the problem worse Mm -hmm. or people they love get hurt because they're like causing more problems i mean that's the whole freaking plot of spider-man no way home is like spider-man like J. Jonah Jameson, I think is his mm-hmm. name. He's like, Spider-Man is the one causing all these problems, but yet he says like he saves people, and it's like, well, he does save people, but yeah, he also draws in the villains. So it's like, it's always interesting that, you know, you're watching it, and you're like, you feel like you're in on a secret because you know the identity, and everybody else doesn't know the identity, but probably a good thing, and I don't know if I'd want to be like a... I don't even know if I'd want to risk like saving someone in public because then people would know that there's someone out there with like a Mm -hmm. hidden identity. Yeah. Like something, something like this though, something like these powers, like you could hide probably pretty easily. Well that, yeah. But like, so you wouldn't use, 
hypothetically, if you had telekinetic powers and, like, you see someone, like, about to get hit by a car, okay? Mm-hmm. I feel like unless you were, like, well, actually. I don't think anybody's first thought is going to be, that guy saved me with telekinesis. That's true. I was <laughs> I was just about to say, yeah. in other, like, Marvel Universe, they always, like, catch, oh, God, so sorry. <laughs> they always, like, catch them so you visibly see the superhero save the person. Yep. But I guess, yeah, with telekinesis, you could just, like, do it from afar. Mm-hmm. I was doing the 11 nod when she, mm-hmm. like, is, like, tw- um. And that no one would be like, whoa, what? Like, how'd that happen? Unless they saw your nosebleed. Mm. But, like, you could literally do that from, like, your room. Like, be looking out the window at the street and be like, oh. Yeah. And save it. But. But at the same time, though, you run the risk of messing up. Making it worse. That's true. So, like, it's kind of like the, what I don't remember what the experiment is called, but the railroad experiment, you know? Like, do you divert the train so it kills one person? Or do you let it kill four? I was literally, I'm so shook that you just brought this up because I was literally talking about that yesterday with my friend. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's called something specifically. And it, like the train problem or like the train. Did you know that the railroads were potentially going to go on strike? Because that's my search result. (laughs) Recently? Uh, I'm gonna Google it because this is important. I got it. I got it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Trolley problem. Trolley problem. Okay. Yes. No. For real though. Let's dissect this because what is it? It's like you could divert the train. So the train train is going straight and it's about to hit four people. Oh, but you're standing at the lever, and if you pull that lever, the train is only going to hit one person. Yeah. So is it, it, where are the ethics, like, what, what does it, like, are you being more ethical by diverting and killing one person, or is it more ethical to let the train continue on its path? So this is what I told Abby. Something like that. If actually in that situation, I would be too flustered and I wouldn't do anything because (laughs) I, I just, I know myself, like, I'm not a jump in front of a bullet person. I'm too slow reacting. Like, I, I would be so panicked that I would just do nothing. If I could actually get the confidence, I would obviously flip the lever and just kill the one person. Because, yes, that sucks, but it's still less, it's only one person versus four. Mm-hmm. But, like, actually in the moment, I, I don't think I would do anything. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would be like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I think part of it, no, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if the, actual, if the original test goes this deep into it. But, like, just something to kind of think about. At least something something you can kind of add to it. Um, like, what if it turns out that it's like four people that like I don't know, like, uh, like yeah, like shot up, just shot up a storefront and ended up killing a cashier, and then that one person is like, I don't know, like they were just graduated valedictorian and were about to go be a doctor or something. I mean. Yeah, that makes it worse, but it's like in the moment you had good intentions right, right. of trying to sacrifice only the one per- Like, I feel I know, like I, yeah. I would, I mean, no one wants to die, but like if it came down to like killing me or killing my whole family, like, you know, I'm just thinking yeah, yeah. like five people versus one, I would take yeah. the sacrifice. Yeah, it's just, it's just one, I guess the, the point behind me adding that tidbit is it becomes like intervene when you're intervening with superpowers, that's the risk you're running. Like, 
you are about to see mm-hmm. you are about to see this happen you like i don't know you are about to see somebody get hit by a car and you i don't know you did you did something to intervene and whatever you did to intervene may like could have any untold you know it's like a butterfly effect too you know it's like yeah. that whole thing it's that's a movie we should I, I I would not for the first time. I've seen it a bunch of times, but I just watched I watched it like a week or two ago. I'm gonna like, put it on my list because I've never seen it, but I know it's with Ashton Kutcher. Yep, it's a good one. Um okay, let's finish the plot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh basically they have their little showdown, right? And then he's kind of doing this big rage thing as they start to get surrounded by by cops, like and it's clear it's, it's shit's like uh Matt gets the like gotta end it now vibe and they you know, they have that statue in the background, like, staring you in the face, like, the entire last five minutes of the fight, where he ends up taking the spear down from it and right through his <laughs> chest. Yeah. So, killed his family member and friend. And, like, I mean, maybe it was the acting, but, like, like he didn't... Sad. Well, I know it was for the greater good. I understand that. Are you talking, like, you're talking about Matt after yeah. he killed him? I mean, he was like, he was screaming and like, it was a really a don't make me do this sort of thing. Like, I really don't want to have to do this. But I thought normally sometimes when that happens, like they show more of the actor or like the character afterwards being like, I'm so sad. Well, they couldn't because he had to leave. He had to get out. He had to get out of there. And he didn't take the camera with him. Yeah. Because the cops, the cops swarm in on him. And then he just takes off. I know, but like they could have added an extra. I mean, the, I mean there was, was clear, this it, scene. It, it was clear it was bugging him because he was sobbing on the ground, yelling his Andrew's name, telling him to stop, asking, pleading for him. To I know, stop. I know, I know, I know. Okay, whatever. Found footage. <laughs> Found footage. You got to find the footage for it to. The footage has to exist. I guess, but like, <laughs> and I guess that was kind of conveyed in the last scene. Where yeah, he's we, in, in Tibet, in Tibet and yeah. he's like sad. But I would have, I think shedding a tear would have really solidified the I mean, he was sadness. Crying. He was definitely crying when he, he did was? it. He was? Yeah, he was like sobbing. Like the video? He... No, at no, the oh, end? at the end. No, no, no. At the that's end, what I'm talking about. At the end, that was some time had passed, though. It's not like it was but it's, right he, after. That's clearly emotional because he was in the spot that Andrew wanted to go. And he was ending the video being like, we made it here, guys. Mm-hmm. I miss you, and like shed a tear and end the movie. He didn't need to shed a tear. I think. Well, that's my personal. Yeah. Opinion. You would have shed a tear. You would have probably shed some tears. Well, I think that would have made it more like emotional. Tug at the heartstrings, you know. Because, yeah. like, even if like you were being, I'm just trying to think of an example, like. If I had a family member who, like, clearly was a danger, threat, violent, like, and you had to, unfortunately, like, defend yourself and, like, kill them or something, it's like, yes, they had it coming, I guess, or, like, you know, like, what's the, what, how can I, like, phrase this better? Like, it was necessary for safety reasons, Mm -hmm. but also, like, you still feel sad about it because no one to like have to do that so i think communicating afterwards the sadness all i'm saying is it would have just been nice to see some crying because i think to male emotion like really it's like 
it's more rare. So it's like if he would have cried, it would have really been like, wow, this is so sad. He's the only one left. I'm I'm kind of in the boat where with this particular movie, where at that point he had like he had found whatever like piece he needed to find in it. And that like it's not like he rushed to go there. Well, how much and later was that supposed to be? They don't. It doesn't. Say... Yeah, it doesn't say specifically. But obviously, it was enough time for him to like you know get everything he needed to go there and to go there and to drop the like obviously like I just think it's one of those things where like it might like the way I read it is he had whatever time he needed to gather himself or process everything, and at that point he had like. Because I don't think that was that probably wasn't the first thing on his to do list, you know. Afterwards, something yeah. tells me that was more like a like a let's let's. Uh, I think that was like just the let's move on part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think either way, I think either either version of that ending, it, it does. It, it's a different vibe because I don't think it was. I think like I think it was just. Uh, I think it was just kind of like a an homage to that conversation they had, and like because that's what he was doing at that point. That's what he was doing because that's kind of what he has to do is just travel and go to all these places. Mm-hmm. And like I think that I get the vibe that that's what it would be like. He's just having to stay on the move all the time, mm-hmm. and then that was one of the de- destinations because they had talked about it. Because he probably went to wherever Steve was talking about too. I don't remember if Steve mentioned anywhere, but at any rate. Can close the trolley problem tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. but that was the end. He mm-hmm. puts the camera down and flies away. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was supposed to be like sentimental too. Is like left the camera because that's where Andrew was. Yeah, wanted to be, and he is the one who had the camera. Yep. That's... Well, main takeaway is that whatever actor plays Andrew, Andrew, say his name again. Dan DeHaan. Dan Dane. or Dane? Dane, Dane. DeHaan. Only plays creepy characters in films that I've seen him in. <laughs> He's good at playing crazy and mm-hmm. psychotic break. It's same in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Literally like the same character. Antisocial. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think... I th- Like, I think Harry Osborn's more of like a... I, I think he's supposed to be more of like a... At that stage, I think he's supposed to be. I want to make sure I'm using the right word here. Well, it feels like he's more of like a snotty rich kid who just wanted to get his way, which clearly Andrew wasn't. Mm-hmm. Rich kid, it just he had other issues going on. Yeah, but it th- still is like the psychotic, like, like. Yeah. The, I mean, in this instance, I guess too, in the Spider-Man instance, it's brought on by foreign materials, like the. Oh yeah, the medication quote air quotes medication for the condition that he had. Right. What do you remember? Um, um, uh, I'll just let the record show that James Franco was the better Harry Osborn. But oh my god, yeah. So I haven't seen those right. the Tobey Maguire Spider Mans, which is why it was on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. I did know he was the villain, like James Franco was the villain, because I saw a really cool edit on TikTok mm-hmm. of James Franco. I was like, oh my God, he was in Spider-Man? And then I Googled it and I was like, oh. <laughs> Which 
in that Spider-Man, like, is he uh, Peter Parker's friend? Yeah. But in the Amazing Spider-Man, he's not really. They're old childhood friends. So that's kind. Of, it's kind of lame how they do it in Amazing Spider-Man, honestly. Yeah, like they weren't really yeah. that connected. It, it's just, it's like, hey, we were friends in like elementary school, and so we're you not owe me. Yeah, so it's like we're not gonna, we're not gonna do anything other than say this while we talk to each other while I'm coming up the stairs and you're at the top of it. Or yeah. Whatever that scene was, I don't remember. Yeah, but who? Okay. It's talk conversation for another time. Never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, what would you? Oh wait, we got to do our um segments. Yeah. Um, I do have a favorite quote. The I have a favorite quote and a cringy quote. The cringy quote mm-hmm. was, "I'm an apex predator," because what the fuck? Who wrote that line? I or like it actually wasn't even the line. It was the delivery. Like, it was just so, like, I'm transforming into the Hulk energy. Mm-hmm. So, that was funny. And then I liked, I didn't get it right away, but now I get it, was there was a there was a line where it was, like, um, when they were talking about, like, uh, um, Steve says, how are you guys so cool? Like, how are you guys so cool, man? And Matt goes, liquid nitrogen. And at first I was like, what? But now I get it. And I think it's funny because it was so random. Like, it was just like they were having a normal conversation. And he just, liquid nitrogen. Like, it was so out of pocket and random. Mm-hmm. But he's not wrong. Liquid nitrogen's cold. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. I thought there was another. Well, I was trying to find, like, the exact quote from when, um, he like uh was approaching him in the room like when like with when the pink haired shit... girl oh oh but right. let me try to find it well um i don't think i i don't have a specific quote but i do like all the little the little the little bits from when they're at the store fucking with people like they, the teddy bear oh, to chase after the girl. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that Granted, was funny. Yeah, but I want to see. Oh, wait, here. I can't find it. Um, It's obviously we're towards the end. We're getting towards the end, but you should try to make sure you stay close closer oh, to the okay. microphone. Sorry. It's all right. I mean, you can. I'm sure you can tell. You can hear the difference. I can hear the difference, but I figured I was talking loud enough when I'm back here. Like it's picking it up, but then you notice when you get closer, yes. it picks up the low tones yep, a lot yep, more. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> I just don't like the mouth noises so close. Well, then I'll turn you down. I'll but turn your people are down. still going to hear it. That it's blasted. We're like we're cranked up right it's now. It's fine. I don't mind. You need to trust me that those mouth voice mouth noises aren't <laughs> going to be a problem. I know. I just it, yeah, whatever. Okay. I just want to. I'm. This is. I'm finding the scene in the movie, and it's just fucking with Ads. the ad loading. So forty more seconds. <laughs> Sing the Jeopardy music. Do 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 That's all I got. Hmm. 
Or is that Kahoot? Or is that Jeopardy? You're, you're right. What's the Kahoot music? I don't even know. It's like do 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 do. Okay, we got it. Oh, do you? Ending the question. wasn't that funny really listening to it but i just thought it was funny like i'm a proud dad right now right behind these doors andrew De- whatever his last name is mm-hmm. depner depmer depmer what d-e-t-m-e-r depmer is becoming a man that was just funny so none for you yeah nothing <laughs> i mean there's there's some listed on the quote page that are pretty good but at any rate I don't think I need to just pick one. I think I think my my cheat answer is good enough. I cheat every week with this part anyway. I get it. You don't like this segment. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not. I just sometimes like it's. I think a lot of times it just takes a lot for something to stand out, like to just remember it. Like I could write stuff down, mm-hmm. but then if I write something down and then I forget about it by the end of the movie, like, and then come back and read it, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. It wasn't really that memorable of a thing if I had to write it down. You get, you get my drift? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, anyway. Yeah. No, I do. Um. Okay. Spin off or kill off. Who was irrelevant? <laughs> um, I think everything, if everything felt like obviously this movie was short, mm-hmm. an hour and twenty minutes is pretty tight. There isn't, there wasn't too much fluff. They don't make them like this anymore. Yeah, now they're all fucking two and a half hours. Like I think, <laughs> I think there's two. Uh, one of the reasons I think is because it's found footage, because you you don't want to sit and watch that kind of movie for two two and a half hours. That's yeah, a lot. but uh. Yeah, I felt like everything was, everything was necessary, like because basically everything that, everything that was off from the main branch had something, had some sort of character development associated with it. I feel like if I had to get rid of one character, it would be Casey, the girl friend, mm-hmm. because like I understand it was important, like. It 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 wasn't it didn't take away from the movie at all. Like I didn't feel like it was awkward and it was too much. But like, I don't think we like a hundred percent needed her. Yeah, I th- like I think her her purpose was to was for Matt's development. Right, but like, so. I yeah, I don't yeah. know. If I just had to pick one, I would pick her. Um, but I mean, the spinoff answer might feel stupid because Matt is the only character left. But actually, I would want to see one about him because I feel like turn it. You could turn it into like a fugitivey type movie. Yeah, and like he clearly had like the strongest like moral compass, and like I don't know. I just think he would make a good like main character mm-hmm. for another movie. I would say like 
had like I think Steve too. I think Steve too could have, but yes. obviously he's dead, so that doesn't matter. But um, but yeah, I think with I think doing like a him, I think it it could be done with like a him on the run type thing, and maybe there's other people that have had this experience that he finds, mm-hmm. or like. Or I don't know. I don't know if it becomes. I don't know if I'd like it if it became like a thing where the government's after him, like because I I think it'd be more. I mean, like you know what I mean to like. Obviously, who else would be after him? No individual would be after him. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I mean like, like the FBI. I, but keep involved. it keep it all from his perspective. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you can maybe like. Or they could do a movie where he tries to figure out how he got the powers. Right. I mean, it could be mixed into the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, um, so in, we, Brittany and I mentioned it to you when we were going through our movies on the shelf, uh, Sinister, that was one of the horror movies that I said I find pretty freaky still. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a character in that, uh, he's like the sheriff's deputy for the okay. town and he like is helping the guy out. and the main character calls him deputy so-and-so because he's a crime novelist. There's always some sheriff's deputy that wants to come around and help him out. Okay. So it's kind of like, he's basically calling, he's like, Oh, you're deputy so-and-so that finds their way into my books. But yeah, you can help me sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I think if they wanted to stick with the found footage aspect, I think it could be interesting or maybe they could go around where some sort of deputy so-and-so gets clued in and then, like, so we're seeing, like, maybe we start his perspective from, mm-hmm. like, a body cam or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, he has, like, a uh, an interaction with with um, with um Matt. And then we go on his, a tangent for him, where maybe, like, he gets questioned by the government. So then we're seeing, you know, uh, interview camera for his found, for his footage yeah. type stuff. And maybe, like, maybe that's what it becomes, you're just, is it? You're just pitching another movie yeah. idea. Maybe that. Uh, maybe that's where it becomes, whereas it's less, Matt is in it, but he's not necessarily front and center because he's not going to carry a camera around with him. Right. And he's probably going to have an aversion to anyone who wants to carry a camera around with him. Yes. So then maybe it becomes a thing where it's a lot of it's eyewitness testimony about mm-hmm. this guy. Yeah. No, that make, no, that makes sense. That sounds good. Good spitballing. Good pitch. Yeah, definitely with the he, I could see him not really wanting a camera around because definitely this whole movie he's like, "Why are you gonna have the camera yeah. out?" Yeah. Last so. time somebody had a camera out all the time, it didn't end very well. So, but why don't you two put best that friends died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that just made me think of the M- the line from the Eminem movie. Um, a mile. Yes, thank you, Cheddar Bob. Put that shit away. <laughs> um. Oh god, that movie's so funny. Um but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for this mm-hmm. movie. What would I don't know, we don't need to really give it a rating because we haven't been doing that, but right. like I think I think what we can do I think here's, here's here's what I think we could do since this is our last episode in this chunk of in this like first kind of run this first season of episodes. Um I think w- pick um what if we what if we pick two pick two out of the ones we watched that we liked the mm. most and maybe the two that we didn't like. didn't like the most didn't like okay hold on let me write them all down again oh yeah we can we can just we'll go through we can go through them okay so we should we try to do it in order uh sure uh so we started with back Thoreau. to the future 
No. Back to the Future was the first movie. Really? Yeah. It was your pick, and that's what we started on, because that's a great one to start with. Okay. <laughs> and then it was Thoroughbreds after Back to the yep. Future. And then after Thoroughbreds was I... Clueless. Yep. And then after Clueless was Creed. Okay. After Creed was John Carter. Yep. After John Carter was Million Dollar Baby. Yep. After Million Dollar Baby was Whiplash. No, Whiplash was before Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> I think Whiplash was before Million Dollar Baby. Sorry. It's just, the, like, that was like your brain yep. was just out loud right, right there. Yep, yep. No, okay. uh, Whiplash was before Million Dollar Baby, because I remember when we were talking about Whiplash, we were talking about how you preferred happier, like, like you preferred, like, the happier ending instead of the endings where it's, like, kind of like sad or like a letdown oh, yeah and then, we didn't and then get it i again. laughed i laughed when <laughs> what i didn't know that was what right, was coming right right it. yeah right yep but uh okay so the million dollar baby and then uh twister twister and then wait one two three all right my one short six, seven eight eight with twister mm-hmm. so i missed one what did i miss I feel stupid because we we counted them off earlier. What am I missing? We said John Carter. What are we missing? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. There you go. That was last week. Yep. So Twister, Dirty Dancing, and then Chronicle. Okay. We got there. Took us All right. a little bit, but we got there. So should I say that again or we're going to leave that yeah, in? Yeah, sure. Just. Okay. Say it again. I'm going to leave it, but say okay. it. Okay. <laughs> say it again. So overall recap of these last 10 weeks. So we started with Back to the Future, then Thoroughbreds, Clueless, Creed, John Carter, Whiplash, Million Dollar Baby, Twister, Dirty Dancing, and Chronicle. So that was all 10. So now we're each going to pick two that we would watch again or what do you mean yeah sure that we liked sure. yeah but we can put it that way okay or like i just i feel like or like two that we would recommend because that's kind of what i've been saying a lot at at the end of each movie is like i wouldn't recommend this or like i wouldn't watch it again mm-hmm. um and then two that we wouldn't yeah okay basically two thumb two movies we give a thumb up two movies that we give a thumb down okay i'm gonna need it a minute just it's most general terms um I would say for sure the Wait, good... are you No, I'm ready to go if oh you want to get your if you want to like if you can multitask <laughs> and get your sure. list together. No, okay. I can wait. I can wait if you want to wait. Do you want to well, think about it for a second? Yeah, I do. Cuz I don't I'm trying to remember all the plots. Um, okay. Okay. Good? Yeah. I would say um, for sure, one of the ups, one of the goods, uh, Whiplash, I think, is one of my favorite out of the ones we've watched. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and I we don't need to rehash that. We talked about it for an hour and a half. Um, yeah. So Whiplash, for sure, is one of the goods. Uh, oh, I mean, I kind of have to. Uh, Back to the Future, for sure. Is always going to be one of my one of my go tos mm-hmm. for sure. So like that one kind of w- gets in by default. So if we're picking, if we're going to pick two, it'd be Whiplash and Back to the Future. Like I guess if it was like a pick pick two and then throw the rest away, sort of a deal. Obviously that's not the case, but that's just kind of how I'm looking at thinking about it again. 
So for sure, yeah, those two. Okay. So this is hard because I really did like Million Dollar Baby, but looking back on it, there's definitely like some scenes where I was. That was that for me. That one just like it felt a little longer than it needed to be. Well, that's what I was gonna say. There was some like unnecessary scenes. So, as much as I want to put that one on there, I don't know if it was like my definite thumbs up. So it would be a third if you had. Yeah, a third, it would maybe be a third. Yeah. I would recommend it to people to watch, mm-hmm. but it's was not like a favorite. Whiplash definitely stands out, and I feel like I have to put that down because that one has stuck with me when people have asked me like. What movies have you watched? Mm-hmm. Whiplash always comes first because it was so. It just really sparked a good conversation, mm-hmm. and the acting was really well, like good mm-hmm. in it, and it was just so intense and like loved it. Um, do you ever do that when you're talking about movies and then you just you can't like stop thinking about like a scene from the movie? Mm-hmm. Like all I can think of is four words you will never hear from the NFL because he <laughs> says like "Come play with yeah. us." Okay, anyways. Yeah. Um, mine's uh, not not quite my tempo. Not, oh, not oh my, my god! Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, that's rough. Um, and then for the other one, <sighs> Creed. I just it was, mm. I, it just made me fall in love with Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> and I love that it was like a spinoff, if you will, of Rocky. Even though I haven't seen Rocky, I love that Sylvester Stallone was in it. I love the mentor aspect. I liked the idea of like I am Apollo Creed's son, but I don't I want to make my own name. Um I love a good like you know, start at the bottom, get to the top movie. I love that there's sequels. Mm-hmm. So it's just the love can expand. <laughs> I'm like I so when the second one came for those movies when the second one came out, I wasn't even I wasn't as interested in going and seeing it. Um I am Seeing the trailers for the third one. Third one looks really good. I'm a little partial to that, though, because I really like Jonathan Majors. When does that one come out? February, I think. February 2023. We're going to have to go see it. Yeah. Because uh, I, like, I think part of it is with the with the second one. The second one is another, like, like he's fighting, like, the kid of, like, or, the, like, the grandkid of... uh. Uh, Ivan Drago, I think. Okay. Which is one of the Rocky, like, bad guys from okay. one of the other Rocky movies. And it just felt kind of hokey to me before even going seeing it. I'm sure it's a, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a good movie because they wouldn't be making more if it right. wasn't. Um, I just wasn't interested in seeing it. But, like I said, like, Jonathan Majors, like, I really like that guy. Yeah. And plus who, the, who, the story. Who is he he's, in the movie? He's the bad guy in the third one. He's oh, like the oh, he's oh. like the guy that gets out of jail and he's like, yeah, I'm. I'm oh, wrong. got it, got it, got yeah, it, got yeah. it, got it. So like, I mean, he's he's been he'll have a big he'll he'll have a big year these next couple of years, a big yeah. couple of years because I mean, there's that he just had a movie come out last weekend. I wanted to go see it, but we haven't yet. It's a devotion. It's about a pilot during the Korean War, but um. S- so not up my alley <laughs> yeah it, um but uh he's he's like getting set up to be like the next big bad for mm-hmm. the marvel movies oh so like he'll okay. like my i really like the i had seen him in plenty of stuff before 
but Lovecraft Country is what really like set it off. Okay. Like that show is so good. Like him him and uh crap. What's the woman's name? <sighs> also, I was really trying to hold off, but I really have to go to the bathroom. Okay. Did you find what you were looking for? Uh yeah, yeah. It's um so he's he's in uh Lovecraft Country with Journey Smollett and they're like their like on stream chemistry is just it's it makes the show like um, it takes it up several notches okay. and it's just awesome but i'm not sure if it'd be your cup of tea um just i've heard of that but yeah no not it's it. it's it's the i think the main reasoning why like it's very it's it's honestly very much in kind of kind of like a stranger things vibe in terms of the type of horror that's used Oh geez. But okay. it's in like a HBO adult more graphic. Well, and it took me a while to get comfortable with Stranger Things. Like I actually feel like season 1 was the scariest. Like season 3 and season 4 like I don't know. I guess this season was pretty spooky actually. I think I think part of Stranger Things are are not specifically Stranger Things, but I think the, I think the reason why that might be is just because you've got you like once you see the you thing, got whatever once you see what whatever the thing is, it Stranger Things makes I, it easier. Yeah, I think just with that one, it was more like gross, like you were anticipating like gross rather than scary, like in season three when all the rats were like blowing up, like that was more gross rather than scary. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, this season, like. I mean, Vecna wasn't that scary. It was more just like when you would see him in the distance and he would be like, Chrissy. And you would just see his like shadow and you're like, oh, okay. Honestly, the scariest part was Fred when he was seeing visions and he had like funerals and like he was seeing like that. Remember like the people who he accidentally killed in the car accident? He was seeing like their funerals and stuff like that was scary. Anyway. But yeah, anyway, Jonathan Majors, <laughs> pretty dope. It'll be in the next Creed. So Creed, Creed. It just to be clear, I, I like Creed, and yeah. I and I like Million Dollar Baby stuff. But that was that's not that's not the game we're playing. No, nope, we're picking we're two. Picking two. <laughs> and I also two. will say I was also debating Back to the Future. So mm-hmm. and I, but I honestly didn't put it on there specifically after you said you're too big. I was like, well, I don't want to do the well, same. No, no, it doesn't matter. But it was Back to the Future was good, but I definitely think like Creed stood out more to me. But. Like Back to the Future is just, I would more recommend it simply because it's a classic. Mm-hmm. There were some things more in that movie that I didn't like as much, whereas Creed, I had less problems mm-hmm. with the movie. The movie. Um, but yeah, so then two thumbs down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, do you have your answers? Uh, you go first. I went first with the ups. You can go first with the downs. Okay. <laughs> Obvious answer. Why is Dirty Dancing a classic? It sucked. I hate, I did not like it. I hate is a strong word. I didn't like it, would not recommend it. Somebody asked me the other day, have I ever, like, it just happened to come up a conversation. I said, I don't understand why people watch it. I didn't like it. Uh, I think, I think there's a couple reasons. One, I think, is they haven't seen it as recently as they think they have. If they rewatch it, they'll probably realize it's kind of a shitter. Um, I think another thing is another potential thing. This is kind of a two-parter, actually. So it's three things. Uh, nostalgia. No, I know. I Okay. I understand with... why people watch it for, like, the obvious uh-huh. reasons. But, like, 
it's not like the other, like the other thing I was going to add on is chances are the people who really love Dirty Dancing and rave about Dirty Dancing haven't watched that many movies. Well, that's what I mean. It's like okay, like Twilight, okay? I know the plot is stupid. Mm-hmm. But I love it anyway because the nostalgia, but I can still recognize that like it's stupid. Mm-hmm. But I feel like other people with this movie are like, no, what do you like? Not just this movie, but any classic, I'm putting that in quotes, movie. People are like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, it's so good. It's come on. We got to be objective here. Like, I can say I still love Twilight and recognize, yes, kind of like, like what is that plot? Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. Mm-hmm. But you can still love it. Mm-hmm. But that's what I, that's the part that I don't like when people don't admit to is like, in the grand scheme of things, that isn't that impressive of a plot. Like I think, I think a lot of them. If you had them, if you had them walk them, if they, if you had, if you had them walk you through the movie, and like kind of describe what's like, if you have them walk through the movie, they'll start to realize that it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess it's kind of. But you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna nobody, yeah. nobody, no reasonable person gonna do that. But yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like. That's why that's why it's impossible really for anybody to suggest movies to anyone. Well, yeah, cuz you don't know what people's taste are. But also it's kind of typically like with friends, food. I will I will recommend certain movies based on their personality. Right, right, but you're right, you're not you're catering the suggestion specifically to like you're like if you really love a movie, you're not just gonna go raving to everyone like, "Oh, you should go watch this movie." I might you're... say I love it, but I won't recommend it. Right, to everybody. right, right, right. But that's I my my friend told me I should watch Dirty Dancing, so clearly that was somewhat implying she thought I would like it. Why? I I, I don't think I don't think everybody has the same mentality that you and I were just talking about. Yeah, I know, but like I I I do like romance movies, so it's not that it's. Mm-hmm. She maybe went off that assumption, um, because I also was talking about how I want to see Grease because I've still never seen that, and um, but I have a feeling I'll have the same reaction to that one. It's gonna be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but out of like out of the classics that we watched, like I would say Back to the Future, Clueless, and like Dirty Dancing, uh, Million Dollar Million Dollar Baby's not really a classic; mm-hmm. it's just well known. But like Back to the Future, I would say Clueless and Dirty Dancing are classics. Um, I would say Clueless, like it, like in order, like Back to the Future was the best, then Clueless, then Dirty Dancing. Clueless wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It just is very much like Mean Girls vibes. Like it's just kind of like, oh, it's like a funny, silly movie mm-hmm. you watch when you want to laugh, even though you know it's kind of stupid. Right. Right. But Dirty Dancing I mean, was just bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was one. <laughs> And the second one, I thought about putting John Carter, but then I realized it wasn't that bad. Kind of a creative plot. Definitely was not something I would have watched on my own, but kind of tugged at the heartstrings a little bit. And specifically with the, um, with the, um, uh, what were they called? No, the Therns with bad guys. Uh... Do you know the one the, scene where they throw all the babies yep, and they're yep. like, let so-and-so have one. Oh, yeah, I yeah. felt so bad for that character. It really resonated with me. So I'm not going to put that as a thumbs down. My thumbs down is Thoroughbreds simply because 
I just, it was so like slow and unsettling and weird. <laughs> I did like that, your favorite quote in that podcast episode. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite quote of everything because mm-hmm. it was really good and it really like stuck with me because <laughs> I still remember it. It was like, oh, just because it was like, I still remember it. Oh, well, shit. I remember, <laughs> I remember the idea. It was like, just because the sawdust smells great doesn't mean you're not in a cage right. or something. Right. Um, yeah, fuck. I just exposed myself. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It just, like, yep. the movie just was the vibe, so... The, the vibe from that quote stuck with you. Yes. Like, yes but yes. the movie itself was, like, pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and I wanted... I mean, I don't think those are bad. Like, those definitely can be good. Um, but I would have preferred mm-hmm. then a bigger ending, and it wasn't that good of an ending. Also, think maybe that was a little bit. Maybe I need to rewatch that in like five years when my brain is fully developed and see if I understand it more. Because I feel like that one, I was left like, "What is going on?" <laughs> yeah, that one for me, Thoroughbreds like was probably somewhere in the middle. Honestly, maybe upper middle a little bit, just because like I think for me, for those like I don't remember the, what sentiment I had spoken on in our podcast for that, but. Um, I just like, I like it when I like, I like when movies quiet down and slow down and like smaller, tell smaller stories. Obviously it's not always good because there's plenty of times when that they are just, and I think it's just, it's not one of those, it's not, I don't think it's, it's not a movie that I would like rant and rave about, try to get everybody to watch because it's clearly not a movie for everybody, like for sure. Like I would, that's a movie. Like I would watch it. I would like, I would watch it again. I would probably not sit down and like watch it without anything else going on. Like when I'm like browsing my computer, I'll throw a movie on. The other yeah, monitor. I do that that's too. Like, I, that's like that's a movie. That's a movie. I would do that. Yeah. I would put that on. But like, um. But anyway, again, we it just like wasn't really my vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right, that's not why... a bad film. Just right. Didn't really like it that much. Mm-hmm. So I would say like if I had to pick two like those two um but yeah so what are your two dirty dancing for sure we don't need to rehash that we already (laughs) just did um and then i don't know i don't i just realized too while you're talking about Mm -hmm. that we ended perfectly with each of us getting to do five picks oh did we that's really cool nice well i mean Statistically speaking, that should be how it works out. Yes, uh, but yeah. I just think that's cool. Because yep. it wasn't in order. Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't back and forth, no. right? Like it was honestly it was I think it was the opposite a couple times. I'm pretty Correct. sure I'm pretty sure you went two in a row, then I went two in a row or something mm-hmm. like that. But, but anyway. Um I would I don't <laughs> I'm gonna say John Carter. Oh, Okay. Because I really, really the only movie I didn't like was Dirty Dancing. Yeah. But if I'm picking the bottom two, um, yeah, I think it's one of those things where if a few things were different, just a few things were different, I'd really, really like it. Like, like I again, I don't, we don't need to rehash what we already talked about. You Like, you can go yeah. back and hear those episodes, but just like to keep it, keep it short and sweet, like. The alien, the Martian, I guess technically they're all Martians. 
the green aliens, the green Martians, yeah, yeah. their arc. I like that. I like. I like anytime <laughs> they're involved. Yes. The humans on Mars, that stuff could just like needed to be different. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's well, and was it that movie where like they could like turn into? It was could... the therns, the bag. Yeah, guys. that they could like pres- like look like someone Anyone else. Anyone else? Yeah. Like that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I just. That one was a little bit more like adventure action, so it kept you on your toes a little bit more versus like that's the opposite of like thoroughbreds, which was like you said, more slow. But I would agree. Like I didn't, I'm glad you picked that one rather than like another movie because I definitely think we're on the same page with like what's good and what's. Yeah. At least in this stretch of movies, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, I don't know. Because I, I know I've said previously that my strategy going into the next chunk will be bangers. And <laughs> What does that even mean? Like, you know the idea of, a, you know, like a song, like a banger? like Well, a banger to me means like a classic. A banger is like one that when you put it on, everybody's like, hell yeah. Yeah, like hell yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody is a banger. Yeah. Or like it could be in the right environment. I'm Jukebox talking Jukebox like, Hero by Foreigner. That's a banger. Yeah. Well, really, a banger, a banger, <laughs> a, a song being a banger is subjective. Any any song for any person can be a banger. So I guess that's at the to. There's no. It's so it's bangers from your perspective. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Like okay. it's it's there's I the idea is that I'm going to bring in movies that I, I I'm I'm probably not going to bring many movies that I haven't seen. I'm going to bring in movies that I think you haven't seen that yeah, I but think you that's, should. I'm not saying completely. I understand why you do that, but in. I think I've definitely watched a lot more movies that I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen any of the movies we watched this time. No, I hadn't. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, not that I think that's a bad thing that you're doing that, but it's harder for me to do that for you. Oh, you don't because... have to do that for me. But I want to make that exciting for the listeners is like that we both have not like, you know what I'm saying? It's not cool when you've never like when you've, I don't know. I would just like to be the person with the knowledge of a like having seen it a while ago and haven't been able to think about it a lot more and have you be the person in the hot seat. So find a movie. I, I did. I put it on the wheel. Remember the Titans, but like it didn't get picked. I would have seen that. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. I mean, I have a couple, but I don't know. The problem is, is I don't know what you've seen, and I mm-hmm. think it's easier for you to guess what I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I think I have one that you haven't seen that I have on here, um, which I feel like we did talk about it. But yeah. I mean, you can always text me too and be like, "Hey, have you seen this?" And then. I can I say that yes ruins no. the surprise. On well, no, the if you just do it for a bunch of them, obviously we're not going to be able to use all of them. I mean, and we've talked about stuff that we were going to bring before. Should we watch a Barbie movie? Yeah. <laughs> Brittany has them on DVD. Yikes. <laughs> the Barbie movies. Okay, but, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'll just be like, I, I will throw some in there. I will throw some in there that I haven't seen, but just know that there's going to be plenty of them that that I'll I'll put on that. I think would be fun to talk about. Sorry, intrusive thought. Um, yeah, no, I understand it. That makes sense. So next session gonna be bangers. I'm going in with the same mentality of like, I actually have. If, we, if we've both seen the movie, it's not a problem. No, it's not. I just 
I'm saying that's my goal for at least one movie. Mm-hmm. I would like to do one that I've seen that you haven't seen. Um, I already have five picks for next round mm-hmm. that are new, and then I also might bring bring a couple over. Bring a couple. I don't but, think I don't think I'm going to bring any over right away. Yeah, no, maybe not right away, but um, I have a couple that I can put on there, and they I think they're going to be. I don't know. I think they'll be more interesting. Yeah. Okay. Definitely maybe more like action movies, but I actually don't know because I know very little about the movies that I picked. Mm. I've just heard of them. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think uh, there we've talked about a couple of the ones that I'll bring over. I've mentioned them before for sure. But at any rate, that I think will about do it. That brings us to the end, guys. Uh, for our last end of season one. Do you have an applause audio? Uh, it might be one of those buttons, but I don't want to get the one that's like some stupid like horn tooting or something. So we'll just leave it. For <laughs> be kind of funny. Maybe like I think that's something we can aim for for next Yay. for next go around. Sound is, effects is having at least having a few more bells and whistles for us to. Here, mess I'll. With. <laughs> that's our applause. <laughs> Um, no, that's true. This is definitely like weird, like a trial and error, error, trial, what <laughs> trial is Trial and error. Tri- I feel like people just say like trial and error. They don't like emphasize error. the error. Yeah. Anyways, trial and error run, if you will, because we are still like working out a lot of the Tech kinks, stuff. if you will. Yep. But hopefully next like season, which will be cool to see the growth, we'll have a little bit more like, mm-hmm. yeah, bells and whistles. Right, bells and whistles. And plus we've gotten a little bit uh In- especially these last few episodes i feel like we've really gotten a lot more um uh, what's the word the flow has been a little yeah better. in the groove a little, little nicer yeah but we also want to hear from like the audience if like people mm-hmm. have things like i think it could be kind of cool to see like if people want to give suggestions of like movies we should watch yeah because like there might even be picks that they could suggest or like things they want to hear us talk about now having heard some of our perspectives on things. Mm-hmm. So feel free to let us know. Yeah, we can op- yeah, open up the, the forum. Open up the floor <laughs> and you can send your ideas. Yeah. I mean, obviously nothing is, uh, I shouldn't say nothing is off the table. I'm sure there's some stuff that we would. Uh, Human centipede just, is off the ignore. table. <laughs> There's, I, I would say every, I would say almost everything's on the table to a certain extent. It's just a matter of when we would get to certain stuff because some, like we, like we talked about, uh, when it comes to certain like of the more like thrillery, suspensefully stuff that, or like horror stuff that that's we'll, not we'll even you. horror. It's fucked well, up. I'm not is talking the about genre. that. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about other movies in general. I'm just saying like we're we're Bernie and I'll get you to the point where we can start to. I'm getting there with horror. Yeah. I'm getting there. Be yeah, patient with me. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. We're going to ease you there. We're going to get, we'll, we'll get there. But yeah. anyway, but anyways, thanks everybody. Yes. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the last 10 episodes and we'll see you for season two.